Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the panelists and do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Welcome to Not My Basement. I wish it was my basement. <laughs> this would be the best basement ever. Oh, yeah. Just put a bar over there. No, you know, because the thing here. is, as much as I love you guys, if this was my basement, you'd never go home. That's true. <laughs> we had to sleep, too. It's a little loud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're so, at, uh, I'd, I'd be throwing Carrie out every morning at 2. Be like, you can play Star Trek Pinball tomorrow. Go home. I'll be honest with you. I've been, I have been. I jumped around a little bit when I got here, but I landed and stayed on Star Trek Pinball. And the South Park. I got the, I got the oh, multi-ball yeah. going a couple weeks ago. I had three of them going at the yes. same time. <laughs> yes. yes. And it was pretty wicked. And uh, we, I, I, I still miserably. say we all chip in money and buy the damn thing for the Geek Show. Just for us. For Carrie's basement. For my <laughs> basement. I'll keep it for you guys. It'll be okay. Yeah, but right okay. now it's located at Nickelmania. Yes, at 6051 South State. Thank you, Nickelmania, the official sponsor of the GeekShowPodcast.com. We Geek love you a long time. And uh, it's only 225 to get in, and most of the games... Are uh, just a few nickels. I mean, there are some that are one nickel, and uh, you know th- the pinball's three. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the most expensive game is uh, fifteen cents here. Fifteen cents is the most Ooh. expensive. And uh, how you doing on Moon Patrol, Jeff? I left it alone this week. That's a good idea. Cubert, though, is his real nemesis. Uh, we got Burger Time right behind us. Just so you know, uh, I've lost my wife to Crazy Taxi. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Nickelmania, for uh, uh, we love you. And uh, thanks for, as you can see, you can have parties or podcasts. Or podcasts. Or podcast party. And uh-huh. uh, so let's, uh, let's be, we're going to get things going uh, comic booky here in the first half of this uh, episode. It's, uh, it's going to get, uh, so, you know, if comics are your thing, stick around. Introducing the panel. I'll start over on this side because Mr. Pierce is not dead playing Galaga yet. Nope, he's doing well. He's doing very well. He is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, uh, probably so bringing him back to his high school days. The uh, Back the when he had hair. Oh. Oh. Good thing he's not here. <laughs> he knows I'd say that. Ably produced the Geek Show podcast. Zach Shutt. Hi, Yay. guys. And he's good looking, isn't he? And, uh, date me. Ladies. Date me. <laughs> Please. Someone. He's on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, join him there. Uh, Shannon Barnson. Oh, hi. You want to do your take for the camera? We're on Comcast. You know. Hi, everybody. Utah Out there in TV land. Channel 1, Utah On Demand Geek Show is uh, where you see uh, the new episodes of Geek Show. Yeah. And uh, Shannon's a bartender and child's educator and wild card. And uh, an old person who wakes up and can't walk for no apparent reason. What yeah. did happen there? I don't know. You just I got woke old. up and your leg was broken. <laughs> it's, it's not Scott. broken. It's a torn, torn ligament <laughs> or something. Lee George Cade, who is a... That was my, <laughs> that was my TV take. Who is the artist extraordinaire... Today, because Derek's not here. Yeah, otherwise Derek. I'm artist in training. Uh, artist in training. Uh, pod, and pod, artist so, Padawan. I'm so jealous and of your him. Po- and your uh, website is? Uh, BFSminis.com. BFS stands Black for? Black Fez, Fez Studios. Studios. BFS Minis. Company, oh, company uh, Carrie and I started Big in the F-ing 90s. Something. Big F and something. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> name for a company. <laughs> Big F and something.com. <laughs> Big F and something minis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I go to his website. Uh, both from the Deseret News, Jeff Vice, film critic, and uh, Scott Pierce. How was your score? TV critic. I, who just, I, who see, just I think they reset. I think they reset the high scores every day because I got a high score. Oh, you know what the saddest part about these guys is? They share a desk. They have two chairs on one desk. They are no, good. we have our own <laughs> cubicles. Our own cubicles. <laughs> yes. Oh, if 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 we had to share, if we had, I guess that makes me the Oscar because I'm the messy one. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm my desk is not exactly you, clean. I was going to say you can't have an odd couple with two messy people. Oh just well, uh, yes, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm the I'm the less messy. Uh, and I am uh, Carrie Jackson. I do a radio show on uh, X ninety six. Wow, you're the Check you're the best part. Fabulously wealthy. Thank you very fabulously wealthy lady. Yes. Has a huge hat collection. Impeccably well groomed. Uh, but taken. My wife's on Facebook. You know, I was doing math from the last one, and there's like six of us sitting here, mm-hmm. and I and I count seven marriages, and two of them have not been married at all. Well, what I was married once before. Yeah. I was also married once so, before. Uh, that's yeah. how many so, marriages. So you get the good. There's like and, and Derek's married. Uh, Derek Hunter, PirateClub.com. Oh, I didn't count Derek. Could not he's not be. Here. Could not be here today. You still haven't told me what happened. Uh, I got to remember to do family that. drama. Now uh, Zach is going remember? to relinquish his chair. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, just uh, because just uh, for a while. Uh, from the forum pages, Martin J. Decay will be uh, joining us here in a moment. 
and uh, otherwise known as Jimmy. But I'm going the to DC call apologist. He, he is, he, he's also married. So is, sorry, ladies. He is married, uh, and uh, he is the uh, one of the few people in, uh, involved with Geek Show who who loves DC Comics. And not only that, he, he loves Geek Show. I mean, if you if you put like the Geek Show Facebook page, next thing you know, Jimmy's the only guy on there. Yeah, they go behind your head. So we'll like so, me, so he's got a huge head. So does your current does your current wife approve or will your next one approve of of your Get uh, get close to the mic so we can hear you and uh, uh, you can hear me now? Yes, there you go. All right. Um has the movie night already happened? Uh, yes, it has. By now, yeah. and it was a success. I wonder if great the, success. Was huge. success. I wonder if the corn doggler was there. The, the one? The corn, the corn doggler. <laughs> Have you heard about he this chick? Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, she she is uh, she is uh, an avid fan. Well, okay. did you hear what happened? That she actually stole somebody's corn dog. She stole a corn dog and yes. ate it. Like grabbed the corn dog off the plate, off the plate, stuck it all in her mouth, uh-huh. pulled it back out. Wow! Gone. Stick. Oh, by the wow. way, Les Geek was hysterical once again. Yes. Every movie night, she steals yes. the show. But I want to know. I want well, the story on this corn dogler. I, I always <laughs> the mystery of the corn dogler. It will be solved solved by the mystery team. <laughs> and I, I always sit, British. I always sit by Martin J. Decay whenever we're at the movie theater. He has the best riffs of any of anyone at movie it's, night. It's really just the tight pants. I mean, come on, let's be serious. <laughs> well, the, and and the fact that you bring me vodka. <laughs> yeah. So that's Forcing that's always uh, out of his lungs. Uh, now you're a quiet talker, so you need to get close to the mic. All we right. need to talk about this because you had a fit. And uh, Jeff has the uh, issue here. You had a fit. By the time this episode is heard, we have a new president. His name is Barack Hussein Obama. And he's an African-American gentleman. I believe he is. Half. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you went on our forums. No, no, no. Oh. Father African, mother American. You can't get much more African-American than that. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Honestly, I've never voted before, but because he was a black guy, I voted for him just on general principle. (laughs) He's hoping for Tracy Morgan, I guess. Uh, Uh, Go on our forum page at geekshowpodcast.com, and that's where this discussion took place under the comics section, and Martin was very, he was freaking out. About this now. Now let's explain what this is. Okay. Uh-huh. Here's the storyline. It was in the current Amazing Spider-Man, number and number five eighty three, where, where Peter Parker's dating cougars, and which is great. <laughs> um, but I, I thought it was just a cameo. But no, he's he's it's an actual story. A, yes. There's a story. Where, what is it? The chameleon well, pretends to be him. Is yeah, that, yeah, so, so he can try and get get sum this up for us. You know, well, here, you know, simple. Simple thing is the chameleon is trying to be president by disguising himself as Barack Obama. So hilarity ensues. Spider-Man shows up. They fist bump and save the day. Oh, they do the and terrorist fist bump. Yes. Yeah, and I awesome. felt I honestly felt stupider for reading it. And <laughs> not only that, I was looking over the next issue of Thunderbolts coming out that actually used Barack Obama in it and actually made a story that made sense with it. So I don't know what's going on over at Marvel Comics, but... Now, you know, would, would you have liked it better if Grant Morrison would have written it, and it would have been from like the perspective of a rotting apple well, in a garbage can? No, then oh he would have God. been like the space ant from Space. He would have been like. So, was this more outrageous to you than the episode of uh, Masters Universe where Manny Faces impersonated the King of Eternia so that he could uh, officiate over Life Day? Well. <sighs> Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I know this is called Geek Show. No, I think it's starting to get away. Uh, I, made, I, made, I, made, I made all that up. He was by mixing the way. Genre. I was I'm like, I remember the Masters of the Universe Christmas special, and it was terrible. Yeah, let's introduce She Ra and Hordak. Yeah. Sadly, I watched She Ra and Hordak wow. more than I did uh, Masters of the yeah. Universe. What does that say about me? Can well. anything in the comics be less believable than the whole Sarah Palin thing in real life? Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, so you were upset. That you saw this as just kind of a ploy okay. to sell comics, yeah, uh-huh. and, okay, it me, and it worked. Oh, yes, it did. We we, we, we should mention figures? that. Yeah, but but here's my thing. Okay, I love comic books. I've been reading comic books since I was four years old. Mm-hmm. I've been buying comic books since I was five years old. This is not something people are buying to read. This is like, oh, I'll buy this because Barack Obama's in it, and. Yeah, they're moving extra units, but at the end of the day, are they bringing in readers? No, and that's that's where I'm kind of disgusted with well, it. They might. If Maybe some, they're bringing in money some, so yes, they can well, make well, more comics. If some little kid got this, and this could turn on some little kids that would not normally uh, you know, care know, about a comic book. We'll yep, know if sales is. of chameleon action figures go through the roof. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, well, well and I'll though. say this I is the one. Spider-Man apologist who's been loving brand new, the brand new day storylines. This was clearly a rush job yeah. that was put in the pipeline after Barack Obama publicly said he was a Spider-Man fan. And, that's and, it, uh, and 
this was probably done in about a month. Well, here's the it, other... It was such a bad yeah. rush job. Okay, I love Mark Wade. Like, Mark Wade usually can do no wrong in my book, but... Mm-hmm. We've got Peter Parker showing up, grabbing his friend who's drunk, and leaving her friend drunk to get date raped at like some bar. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> I mean, really, the, the, this is the main story. Power comes great. Eh. So, yeah. so the first, yeah, the first part of the uh, the the it's, issue it's is nonstop gravity defying boobs uh-huh. is Spidey <laughs> dating. Well, well, yeah. well, as I described it to Shannon. It's, oh, Derek it, would hate this episode because there's no fights. Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, wait, there's one. Yeah, there's, well, there's a couple. There, yeah, there's... <laughs> it, was, it, it was like an episode wow. of Ally McBeal guest yeah. starring Spider-Man. It's and Obama. Was. Well, that's a show I well, would watch. <laughs> it ends with a fight, uh, you know, with some guy in a super suit. I don't know who this is. No, I, some guy I stopped, in a suit. I stopped reading uh, Spider-Man with the uh, the Brand New Day uh, retake thing. Um, that, that was probably a good call. And uh, nope. But this, this is... Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff still loves it. Hey, more uh-huh. power to him. I stopped reading Spider-Man sometime around 1992. <laughs> but there it is. Uh, and now here's, you know who's the most upset about it, though? Not Martin J.D.K. Who? Eric Larson. Oh, yeah. Eric Larson. Now, I have the I have the letter here. <laughs> this, is, uh, this was on io9 is where I found it. Was Marvel Comics plagiarizing when they put Barack Obama in The Amazing Spider-Man? The creator of the Savage Dragon thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> And, it, uh, uh, hold on, wasn't he plagiarizing when he created the Savage Dragon? <laughs> let's get into that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, Eric Larson, Savage Dragon, he had a story with Barack Obama in it. And uh, he, so he then wrote a letter uh, about this. He says, I can't help but feel betrayed. They duplicated the incentive cover and preempted my upcoming one and even used the terrorist fist jab. Let's call it something else. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's so stupid. That's, I, I didn't you know, even know it was a terrorist fish. Well, yeah. neither did no I, did apparently. Until, no, until, until Rush until, Limbaugh started calling it that. Well, it was actually it was on uh, Fox, well, uh, Fox okay. and Friends. Here, here's Sorry. the thing. But, Eric Larson, you know what? You need to draw more backgrounds. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, but I can't believe that he actually thinks that this was all his idea. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe he copied. Well, you know, he did put JFK uh, in uh, Savage Dragon back in 1965. Uh, and, then it, and then it says here uh, he, you know, he used the they used the similar story that I did, where uh, the chameleon, you know, uh, there was an imposter replacing President Bush. Uh, I did that, uh, but they did it with Obama. And uh, let's see. Uh, well, DC uh, did it before wah, him, wah, so he's wah. ripping it off um, from that. I um, can't believe that. that Heroes that this guy, did it, so how original yeah. can it be? Exactly. I, I, I think it's like a genre kind of thing. Like, whoops, so I mean, you're acting kind of weird. Oh, that's right, I'm the evil guy. Yeah. And uh, he closes his letter with House of my De- House of Ideas, my ass. Uh, did what you, a did you read the rebuttal to that? So, that Stephen Wacker wrote. Uh, yeah. Steve Wacker wrote back. Yeah. And uh, let him know that uh, you know he's kind of a douche. Uh, Marvel does <laughs> regularly show politicians, and we have for years. That's the whole point. In fact, Marvel has spent the past year putting a fake presidential candidate in most of our books. Isn't that Colbert? Yeah, Colbert. Uh, it says the idea that we'd follow up by putting a Spidey fan-made uh, thing in. Uh, of course, we're going to do it. And uh, but yeah, his, Eric Larson's idea that it, that they're ripping anything off. Well, here's here's one interesting me. thing that's like part of history. Um, it used to be they would put presidents in books. Uh, what happened was there was an issue of, I want to say it was Action Comics, where Superman teamed up with JFK and even re- revealed his identity to him. Problem was, the week it came out was also the week that he got shot, so everybody was like, maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't do this anymore since it's so sensitive. And, I mean, it really, really hasn't been done until, uh, I think, Bush. Well, it, it, he sort of gives a, a history here, and, and Bush was in uh, a lot of the Civil War stuff. Yeah. Uh, even though he, you didn't really see him. Yeah. They wrote his dialogue. You could just hear him. He's all. You could hear. Yeah. It was written. It was written like that. I'm gonna drink <laughs> some bears. Do some lines. It says here. Uh, this is also the guy from Marvel. Uh, putting aside the fact that uh, real life presidents have appeared in comic books for decades, as have villains that take place uh, of upstanding members of society. Uh, the Teen Titans story had a JFK. Uh, oh, that was replaced a great story. by a well-meaning alien, so that the real JFK could go on and broker peace in outer space. That was excellent. That sounds crazy. Uh, Mike Allard drew that. I would love to see that. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, but it's funny how many comic book fans are siding with Eric Larson. Really? Yeah. You you know why? Because, and and this is going to get bleeped, but uh, comic book fans generally are just 
bitchy whiners. Yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, yeah. I would fully yeah. agree with it that. Like, yeah, let's complain about the Barack Obama cameo because it's cheap. Not let's not complain because some yeah. hack out there thinks it was stolen from his idea. Yeah, it was yes. poorly done. That's that's what we should. Well, be well, well, and let's be realistic. The reason Eric Larson is mad is because Marvel got front page headlines on this mm-hmm. and sold a hundred. Hundred thousand plus copies, exactly. Where nobody barely even noticed. Yeah. Yes. Savage well, Dragon. that's because nobody knows or cares who the Savage Dragon. Yeah. The Savage Dragon was still being published. Right. Yeah. Who is the Savage Dragon? He's the Hulk with a big green fin on his head. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what he is, and he's a cop, right? Yeah. Uh, I think is? so. Or who knows what Last it is? I, I stopped reading it. Like, that would involve reading it. Right? Does he saw right? off the ago. fin and it keeps growing back? No, no, no. Because that would put you to sleep. Oh, you kids. Here's uh, be out. <laughs> but uh, io9 is the, is the website I found it on, and I like what they closed this with. We here at io9 approve of the suggestion about a lawsuit. Please, let this argument go to court. That way, not only will Eric Larson have the ridiculous day in the sun that he so clearly wants, but also maybe it'll just stop so many comics from using Obama for a cheap PR stunt. <laughs> yeah. So that, so that, you know, it evens it out. Is, is I, actually, I heard Obama is actually going to be the new Batman. So uh, No, actually, uh, Barack Hussein Obama was planning on stopping by the show just a little bit later really? to talk about some things that he wants to I think to I owe him in. money, so I might it's have to the, leave It's the geek that. stimulus plan yeah. that he's oh, been talking about. <laughs> yeah, because we need to afford our new three and three quarter inch Marvel uh, figures. Marvel figures. Yeah. Oh, Indeed we wow. do. With the new economy, we won't be able to afford it. So uh, Barack Obama called me last night. So he'll be stopping by the show in about 20 minutes. And, and, and he should, he should just drive up a truck of action figures. Make I mean, sure, really, make sure you call all of your friends and tell them to download the show and watch it on Comcast uh, Utah On Demand. For and, that. So you can see that. It's very Definitely. exciting. And, very, uh, very exciting. Uh, Lee, really quick, we need to continue to call it the terrorist fist bump because... I, it shows how stupid the right wing can be. It uh, just, it just, it's just screw like screw you, it's, Holmes. It's the Liberty Bump. It's a Liberty Bump. Liberty Bump. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, now speaking of, uh, we do that over Freedom Fries with some frequency. Liberty Bump. Nope. Speaking of cheap whiny bitches about comic books, <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Martin. No. Uh, this is this is uh, not yet at least. We invite you on the show to call you a cheap whiny bitch. <laughs> it's it's funny because uh, uh, Jeff alerted me to this. It was on Comic Book Review. Uh, comic comic book resources, resources dot, sorry dot com which I've been regularly complaining about how amateurish their reviews are on well, that this, website. This you know, we should send Cobra Commander over there to edit them. Yes. I would love that it. would be so amazing. Well, this is Chad Nevitt. He's one of their reviewers. Chad Nevitt, and he is just kicking the crap out of our favorite comic, Kick Ass. Oh, I don't know if you that. you guys probably read this on the forum, but I wanted to, I wanted to bring. I, I couldn't it, even get through his review. I, I wanted to bring it to our <laughs> podcasters who don't go on the forum, and I know they're they're, they're afraid of typing. Most of you don't. Um, yeah, they are afraid of typing. And for the folks on Comcast, this guy is a a real tool. Um, <laughs> the reason that I think he's such a tool is he's uh, one of those, like you said, Lee, whiny DBs, whiny comic book. Turds. Yep. Uh, I, or let's call him a butthole. Okay, it's 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 everything. I mean, you play you play World of Warcraft. You're gonna find a bunch of people whining about how dumb it is now, how cool it was back then. Comics mm-hmm. are that way. Role playing games are that way. Well, Punk yeah. music. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I hear people whining about how stupid Battlestar Galactica is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to Those love Battlestar, and I just I couldn't get into but, it. But uh, here's here's the okay, reason. Here's the reason that he bitch. hates kick ass. And, and it had a bare boob in it. It is the worst reason that I can think of. Listen to this. And this is Chad Nevitt again. I would have loved this comic 10 years ago when I was 15. But see, here's the thing. I was a moron then. Swearing was novel and funny. Gratuitous violence was synonymous with entertainment. And hey, if there were naked breasts, that's fantastic. Kick-Ass seems to embody those tastes which makes sense to a certain extent since the protagonist is a teenager, but the book itself never rises above that level either. Whatever. His review, and you can see it on our uh, forum I, page, I have, he hates it because of the swears. The swears and the gratuitous violence. Uh, well, did here, you, here did you Chad, see the new My Bloody you have as much taste Jeff? as no, my it, it was not pre-screened uh, lower it. region apparatus. See, and this is the thing, is it? Uh, it's really sad that Mark Millar's sensibilities haven't advanced those of a 15-year-old. I didn't think it was possible, but he actually used the F word in a new way. If the goal here is to create the most shallow and lo- unlikable idiot of a character, then mission accomplished. You know, this sounds like the kind dick. of guy who okay. likes to rent movies that have been pre-edited for his family. Okay, we're, we're all familiar, familiar with uh, the movies of Steven Soderbergh, you know. 
Mark Miller is basically the Soderbergh of comics. He does like I agree. I mean, he's, you know, he, he does, does some amazing work. Yeah, he does the one that's going to make a lot of money that everybody's going to love, mm-hmm. and then he does the art house kind of book. You know, like uh, Chosen I, with Jesus. And I everything. bet this uh, Chad Nevitt guy only likes uh, airplane versions of, of movies. Well, there's, <laughs> that's what I mean. well but there's, there's a difference he, between warning people that's what's there yeah. and just being obsessed with it. He hates it because of it, he just he, he doesn't think you need that. Huh. To tell a story, he, he probably thinks and, he's and, like a classy well, reader. You know, or well, yeah, this this is what he says here. He says, uh, uh, "Here's the thing: uh, it's not a case of not getting it or being a snob or taking things too seriously. It's, it's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, mm. it's simply that the writing in this comic is awful. Oh, and instead of simply presenting a fool that we should mock and find repellent." Millar seems unable to separate his voice from that fool, making both the subject of my distaste and disgust. Okay. Uh, the opening page of Kick-Ass number one was what pulled me in. Talking, you know, the guy's getting there, he's getting ready yeah. to do his power suit, and he's talking about, you know, the first day out, I did this, this, and this, and then the guy gets killed on the second page, yeah. and I think, oh, this is this is awesome. Yeah. Fortunately, how, how that us, wasn't me. You know? How many of us, like, at 14, wanted to, like, throw on a costume and uh, go out and try and kick somebody's ass? That's that's what this and that's is exactly about. what it is. I, I actually did it at the age of eight. Yes. <laughs> I actually wore, I made... I, I dress up like Batman at home. Of course, my I, wife looks at me crazy. I dressed but. up like Batman now. In sixth grade, <laughs> I got sent home from school three consecutive days because I wouldn't stop wearing my handmade Captain America shield <laughs> under my parka. Nice. Well, I would just challenge this guy, and, and I don't know if he'll ever hear about this. Chad Nevitt, give me a review the reasons that you don't like it that don't include the, he swears too much. I don't know if you've ever read Hemingway, uh, you know, or anything like that. Uh, you know, sometimes the characters talk that way. Well, well yeah. Okay. And what he's doing, is, as, as we pointed out, is he's, he's telling a story of a real kid like we wanted to be, mm-hmm. and we all swore at that age. Definitely. I mean, I, st- I, still fact, swear I don't did? trust anybody who doesn't swear. Exactly. Anybody who doesn't swear, I can't trust them. And that's what he's doing. Is He's doing, uh, the kid puts on a suit and goes out and decides to be a superhero. And he's a 17-year-old kid. He sounds like a 17-year-old. Okay, exactly. can, I, can I ask, is he swearing every other word? No. No. See, and that's another thing. When I he's mean, with his buddies, he is. I was, I was put off by way back when... The first episode of Deadwood, which I grew mm-hmm. to appreciate later, but it was because they used the F word eight thousand times, and it yeah. just—it was just. You so know, Eddie Murphy was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy wouldn't have been swearing enough for the first episode of Deadwood, but but that's my point. And and so uh, Chad, I would just say to you, give me a review where your you know high class NPR sensibilities aren't disgusted. Uh, Tell me why this book sucks without saying, oh, you swear, and it's I, I, I wouldn't even go as far as saying these are NPR sensibilities, because yeah. I know some people at NPR probably did kick ass. You know, <laughs> this, this is like the kid that like thinks he's like some young Gary Groth, you know, like going, oh, yes, you comic books mean, should you know, be the, a literate art form. The worst part about it all is, is we, we, we probably played right into what he's really doing. Yeah. It could be. You know, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the big idiot. Well, I'm no, because this, this has had him, so you know? much press, and this guy mm. who's got a crappy comic book review site that, that everybody I've ever read anything about says, okay, this thing is so poorly written. And now, it's got podcasts, he's got legitimate media talking about... That's true. I didn't uh, think his, about uh, Wait, his, hold on. Are you claiming we're legitimate media? So, so we are legitimate and legitimate media. media. So, so you're saying I should just like do nothing we but are, like trash books and my are, big shiny robot uh, monitor closely, tapes We are closely associated with people taken seriously in the industry. Who? <laughs> yeah, like who, dude? <laughs> well, let's Where? see. Where? Uh, let's see. Some um, people. Well, Carrie's quite. Carrie's quite successful. Yeah, you know, like you say, big well, shiny robot. We we mm-hmm. we're nice yeah, to them. Sure, sure. sure. We yeah, love the they, 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 they have us. connections. They tolerate yeah. us. The big I, shiny robot people have connections. I'm a total goof. Though. They also had a, a blurb on the back of one of the issues. Of See, that's my point right. exactly. So again, we are we are somewhat associated with people taken somewhat seriously in the industry. All right, up yours, <laughs> Chad. All right, go to hell, Chad. Martin, real quick here, you're. You're the DC apologist right. on our forum page. So, so what am I apologizing for this time? And How uh, about everything they've done over the last, like, two years? Sir, <laughs> oh. I did bring a switchblade. Oh. So Dude, and you know, <laughs> I, sitting here, I am somebody who also loves DC. He okay. does. Okay. He, he's, he's, he's one of the few guys on the panel who really do love but, DC. Okay, but here's, here's the thing, okay? <sighs> we both love DC, right? Love it. Okay. Now... We love DC, but we know there's crap coming out of DC, and we don't... It's worse than crap. It's like some new... I'm, it's, I'm, it's I'm trying not, to think though. of a new word. It okay. is! Here, here's the thing. Okay, Blue Beetle. Have you read the new Blue Beetle? 
Uh, yeah, sort of. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. It got really good, but a lot of people didn't buy it because it was just like, oh, it's not Ted Cord. I'm like, well, uh, you, you weren't buying Ted Cord books like back when he was alive. So okay. what's going on now? <laughs> well, real, he wouldn't uh, be dead if he did. The uh, the big news right now is the the Batman rest in peace. Batman's dead. Yes. Dead. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So uh, spoiler alert, Shannon. I know. I so no, I know. Tell us what happened. Uh, Isn't this so like being dead on he heroes? He died again. Though? So okay. I don't have to buy the comic. Tell me what happened. Is this happened. like okay. Superman <laughs> dying in the 90s? Really, really quick version of it. Um, Batman got captured by Darkseid. Uh, this is in Final Crisis. Yeah, they they, they tried to break him. So like, Darkseid's a prisoner. Superman villain. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, no, he's he, he was he's a whole like, Kirby he's like the big, he's like a big, himself. he's like kind of like the big bad. Kind oh, of yeah. he's the right. DC yeah. villain of villains. Yeah. yeah. And and what what happens is is they try and break him prisoner style. It doesn't work. He breaks out and goes after uh, Darkseid, which is and just he pulls dumb. a gun on Darkseid, and he's like, I don't shoot people or use guns, but I'm going to make an exception with you. And he shoots him, but at the same time, uh, Darkseid takes him out with the Omega Sanction, which means he may be dead or may not be dead. Uh, most likely, he's d- going through this life on Mars like trip that he's <sighs> trying to get out of. Um, the big problem everybody has is not the fact that Batman's dead, but the fact that Batman used a gun, which that is, is interesting. Ridiculous. I mean, My mm-hmm. big problem with it all is that they have a. What's he's Scottish, right? Yeah. They've got a Scottish guy on peyote mm-hmm. in charge of all their Scottish. editorial. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. You kind of missed your segue. He sucks. Yeah. I hate Grant Morrison so bad. Why? The guy He's cannot, not doing anything different he that he hasn't an, done in the past. I know, exactly. And he should not be writing but, major comic book stories. Okay. He is a navel-gazing... No, no. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> no, he's a navel-gazing <laughs> jerk. I mean, he like... He, he cannot tell a story that okay. makes sense. Here's the thing: I had your attitude years and years ago, like when I read when he was young play. and immature. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "Who does this guy think he is?" Like, but does you know, he use the cuss words? That's what I want. Anyway, go ahead. it took me a while to get into it, but I realized he's just a guy that loves DC characters, and he's like, "I've got all these crazy ideas that I want to tell these stories right. with." But the, then you can either leave them or take them. I mean, realistically, right. well, realistically. Then, okay, then Dan DiDio can go to hell well, for uh, having yeah. this guy in charge. Well, he's not ba- in charge, he is basically though. Dan Didio is the one that's calling the shots. No, right, he is but he's writing all the stories. He's writing these terrible stories for yeah, Final but Crisis. People are buying he's writing them. Batman. People are buying them, though. Yeah, and they're buying well, it because it's something different. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Have I... Have you read it, Lee? It's terrible. No, because okay. you know what? Here's, um, I gave up on Morrison when he, he did uh, the, his GLA relaunch, which I absolutely loved until his last yeah. three issues. And I just exactly. went, what the hell? The last three issues his, were kind of... Yeah, hmm. his new X-Men, the same thing. He, he made me so excited about X-Men for about... Three years, I was reading this, going, "This is amazing! And this then is that, so cool!" And, and then, then all that snapped out yeah. because he got so totally weird, right? It didn't make any more. It didn't make sense anymore. No, I and think that's he what just everything can't end he's the series. Right? He's he can't, the he can't like of, say, "Okay, this is going to be the end of the series" because the trademark's going to go on. Like they're not going to say, "Oh, let's cancel X Men" because and, he had a great ending. And, and, so. and maybe this is the thing with Grant Morrison all, is is the same as the Stephen King book. I have read so many Stephen King books that, that I love awesome. until the last hundred yeah. pages, yeah. and then or even Philip K. Dick for that matter. you know, it's just like this is really good, and then you get to the end and you're like, huh? Ah, yeah. What? They're, they're my point can is... I, can I... Oh, sorry. No, my point ahead. is with Final Crisis is that it's never made any sense from <laughs> issue can you, one. It's can so you, awesome. Martin, can you give me a, 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 a thumbnail sketch as to what happened in Final Crisis? Why was this such a big, important event? What happened? Here, here, here's the thing, okay? And there's a lot of big themes going on. I mean, if you look at it, it's just like a bunch of superheroes running around trying to like stop Armageddon. It... It is kind of stupid, but what it really is is it's about this, you know, scary god from space that's basically the version of like anti light. And I mean, you know, as as somebody uh, let who's me recently, see. Uh, as well, a Marvel fan, I can say, wasn't that done with Thanos, the Marvel villain, a long well, time ago? Well, this was ago? Kirby back. I mean, Kirby wanted to end the series, yeah. you know, originally. You know, as as somebody who struggled with like depression myself. That's what Darkseid is. He is basically trying to tear everybody in the universe down to his level. And what the superheroes are trying to do, are they're trying to stop that. And they're trying to give everybody hope. And that's really what the series is about. Okay. And I don't know how anybody can not be about hope. You know? Okay, so, so I, that... I am about hope, but I would just like to be taught in a narrative style that makes a lick of sense. <laughs> well, okay. At the very least, it's got a magic tiger man with a jetpack. I mean, is oh, that wrong? Hey, that I, is awesome. Uh, give give okay. me those. Shannon, yeah. Shannon, since I am so fabulously independently wealthy as of yesterday, um, you and I are getting on a plane tomorrow to Scotland, and we're going to read Final Crisis on peyote. See if it makes any sense. <laughs> <I'm there. laughs> Count me in. Can I'll, I just say that, that 
I had no idea that that people on the forums were this articulate and and well and intelligent. Well, that's right. I, I don't you, really know what the hell he's because talking you never about, go but he, there. He said, oh. "You <laughs> need to visit the forum more often." Yeah, but usually they're things like I'll read a whole they're lot. Things like, well, well what if he hit his badge upside down? You're Sorry. like Obama. You're a reader, <laughs> a reader. <laughs> reader. Uh, what? Anyway. You mean you're not supposed to stand on books? So, <laughs> well, and I'm just mad because, dude, I want to read DC and I just can't. Can I tell you, know? you one thing about DC, which has nothing to do with any of this, but it made me think of it, and, you, and it's and it's well, secret inside we can, information. We can end on this. DC Fontana attends tapings of The Big Bang Theory. Who Trek is DC Fontaine? She's, she's a Star writer. Trek. She Sci-fi wrote writer. Uh, original Star Trek episode. Didn't, didn't she oh, okay. have to write under the name DC Fontana because it was she, so hard for women Barry's to get published? She was secretary to begin with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there didn't, okay. didn't they actually follow that up in like an episode of Deep Space Nine with... Uh, yes. Yeah, Captain, it was like Kira, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And, it was, and Cisco was having a hard time getting published, too, yeah, yeah. in that alternate 1950s. That was a great episode. Yeah, it was. Good yeah. stuff. You know, the only good Batman right now is... Uh, that the dead car- Batman? No, that... No, that <laughs> the Brave cartoon. and the Bold cartoon? That, that cartoon, yeah, the Brave and the Bold. You like that? Yep. On, uh, the action okay. figures look good. There, there, there's about, like, four different Batman comics you can buy right now. There's Frank Miller's okay. Batman, which is crazy. Crap. There Asmar? is Paul Dini Batman, which is, like, the kind of, like, ultimate awesome Batman. Yeah. Uh, there is the Grant Morrison Batman, which is a little crazy. <laughs> okay. And then you've got the uh, Gotham After Midnight Batman with Kelly Jones and Steve Niles. That's and that's Jeff just likes. kind of more, like Kelly Jones. you know, gothic like kind yeah. of crazy. Well, you're thinking Gotham Central. Okay. Yeah. Now, real quick, who's going to be Batman? Who's taking up the cowl? Your prediction, Martin J.D.K.? Um, I hate to say it, but I think it actually might be Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Nick Jan Spitlick. Your hush. prediction, Shannon Bonson. I could give a shite. <laughs> Your prediction, Jeff Ice. <laughs> I think Jimmy's right. Your, I think it's Jason Todd. Your prediction, Lee George K. Martin J. Decay. My prediction, you're all wrong, Azrael. Wrong! Thank you very much. Azrael? Uh, he's, dead. He's, he's getting his own book. Azrael is going to take over. I, I would we like for a, a character in a major series not to get killed off every 12 years to sell more books. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Except for Captain Well, America. you're not going to like the new series I'm working on. It's called... Uh, Everybody dies, <laughs> and every time a guy puts on a costume, the next thing you no, know, no, like, he dies. No, he sir, sir foot, I will uh, shoo your ass into the ground. <laughs> I already came up with that idea, and I resent the hell out of you uh, for stealing it from did. me. Dan, right, you guys can talk. Dan DiDio's already uh, proposing a new series called Corpses Monthly? <laughs> we're going to kill somebody else you like. <laughs> Dead Superhero Monthly. All right, nice. we're going to take a break. Great. Uh, we'll have uh, more stuff on uh, Geek Show Podcast right after these. After these, these messages, we'll be right back. Up yours, Morrison. Hey, it's Eric Tamar from the Mediocre Show, based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's only one place I go when I need information on the latest comic books, video games, and just general geekitude. It's those crazy Mormon-loving bastards at the Geek Show. Motherfuckers. And maybe one day they'll get to have grown-up beer like the rest of the country. And when you're done learning about the new crossover titles... Come check out The Mediocre Show for two hours to talk about farts and boners. MediocreShow.com. Wildcard, bitches. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. All right, we are back. And we are back. God, I'm really yeah. glad to be back, too. And, uh, yes, huh. and, and we are at Nickelmania. And, and we're strangely sober. And we're going we're gonna to be talking a little bit of video games here. Uh, but before we do, uh, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of things. Well, first of all, movie night. Uh-huh. Which coming is coming up in up. February. February, the, the last Sunday of the month, we do movie night. Right. So when will that be? And and the 22nd? 22nd is when that will be. I'll go. I'll see. And uh, have, have, has any decision 25th. been made yes. Yes. as to what the movie will be? There, was, the there was a lot of turmoil because you pointed at me and said, Lee, why don't you pick the movies for February? You. And, you now. Yeah. And, I, I and got it really is the 22nd. And uh, turn and that phone off. There was there was a lot of discussion about whether or not I was going to come up with something just too stupid and crazy for words. So, but instead, what we're going to have is uh, an evening on the plight of the contemporary man with Mr. Paul Verhoeven. This is quite a lineup, dude. So this, is, this is a, the, the double like feature. A... This will be RoboCop followed by Starship Trooper. Oh, <laughs> where, wow. or Starship Troopers. I'm sorry, Starship Trooper was a whole other movie. Yeah, there's just one guy. But anyway. Um, yeah, just uh, two, I love this. two movies with yeah. uh, with average people getting smashed up and, and horribly defiled. I've never seen all of either of those movies. Oh. See, the commercials Neil were, Patrick were Harris. best about those movies. Yeah. I love Starship Neil Troopers. Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is great. Starship, uh, Starship Troopers may, may actually be, in my mind, and, and I'm going out on a limb here, uh, in my top three science fiction movies of all <laughs> times. What? 
For those of you po- listening to the podcast, really? Carrie just gave him a look as if he was totally, totally insane. <laughs> because, because you know, now now here's the thing about Starship Troopers is I went and saw it in the theater and yeah. and so and, did I. I think I was, saw it with you, bud. And it was I thought just awful. Really? Yeah. This but this it's movie so awful, is as, it's as magical social commentary, but uh, it's it's amazing what it says about society. Isn't this the one with the bugs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's splattery. And, and Neil Patrick Harris is a psychic who talks to one of the giant bugs. Now I went in with the RoboCop sensibility about mm. it, and mm. and I just I didn't think that it did it as well as RoboCop. Well, but here's, I'm, I'm I was just going to RoboCop. Here's the nice. Here's the nice thing chance. about what it what it talks about uh, the 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 average person in a fascist dictatorship. And uh, what media is going to play in that life, and with the social lubrication that you're going to be getting at Broovies, I think you're going to find this an amazing transformation. But just watch experience. out for your corn dogs. I think <laughs> I think Neil Patrick, I think the corn doggler could strike at any point. Didn't Neil Patrick Harris play that same character in Proposition Eight, the musical? Uh, the other, the other great part, uh, Mr. Clancy Brown from Highlander, yes. uh, is is the lead boot camp sergeant in Starship Troopers. And Michael Ironside's in it. And Michael Ironside's great in it. It's got an all star cast, dude. Casper yeah. Van Dien sighting. Denise uh, Denise Richardson does <laughs> oh. not get naked at any. But point. what's her Which face? Does well, no, no. There there is quite a bit of boob in that. Yeah, isn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah there, there is. is. It's all What's her name? Dina Meyer. Dina Meyer. She's. Thank you. Her Much boobs more are attractive. Out. She unleashes the beasts. Well, now that, now that brings now while we're on, you know, cult movies and things like that. Oh, I thought we were on oh, boobs. I boobs. <laughs> and boobs. I know. That, that, that. And boobs. Uh, oh, I've got from the forum again. Uh, this was uh, this was a topic that uh, New York wine guy brought up, mm-hmm. and and I, I know I'm just throwing. Hi, this Brian. Idea. And he lives in New York. Is he that does. with an H or yeah. without he, an he H? He thinks no. I should be in another line of work, and I thank him for that. <laughs> uh, he he writes. I would like a segment because a whole episode would be silly. Although I don't know with this with this group. Uh, in the future of the panel's favorite cult underground B movies, mm-hmm. and I would, oh, I would put Starship Troopers in this category. Mm-hmm. You know what I just uh, watched last night? Well, Porter then adds, and this this will help you guys think a little bit. Porter adds, uh, "Split Second with Rutger Hauer was the first movie I ever heard. <laughs> We're going to need bigger guns." Rutger Hauer and, and Blind Fury. And then oh, our friend yes. uh, uh, Chad Harden writes. David Lynch could get his own episode on this topic. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so go ahead. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, that. Ah, that's going to put us put us on the spot a little. I bit. know. I'm sorry about that. Martin Martin has okay. one. Though. You know what I just watched last night, which was hell to get. Like <laughs> I, I, I had to kill 50 men to get a copy of this, but I watched Your the Hunter from the Future. Oh my oh gosh, that's and horrible. My, oh, I haven't okay, seen help, it since help, it came help out. Help me out on this one. Okay, it's Y O R. Yeah, Y O R. Is that the one with it, Molly Ringwald? No, no, but it's got Red Brown no, who played Captain America in two TV. And did you put the you put the intro to the movie on the? Yeah, yeah, I put the intro on there because that theme song is just like infectious. It's like it's rip off Queen. Yeah, somebody tried to do Queen. Totally. Yeah. One of my favorite moments, and I'm watching this with my friend Dan last night, and he's just like, this is pretty awesome. I'm like, you haven't seen anything yet. Yor throws a spear at a pterodactyl, kills it, uses the pterodactyl as a hang glider to get the drop on a <laughs> cave right. full of cavemen. I saw that when I was While 14. his theme song plays. It is so awesome. While the theme and, song and plays. And, the, and, the, and it's your, almost like a power ballad. Yeah. Yor flying through the air with your pterodactyl. Yeah, it's like, Yeah. Yeah, awesome it is stuff. so awesome. Wow, okay. he hides behind some very narrow pillars in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who uh, who wants in next? Oh, the Reefer Madness musical. Reefer Madness. Reefer the Madness was that was great. And, that was fantastic. And, and, and seriously, um, I can't remember her name all of a sudden. But Kristen the, Bell. Kristen Bell is so awesomely. Oh, she dresses up like a. Um, a towards the end, when she finally tries her reefer and becomes this crazy dominatrix, yeah. it's just awesome. I think well, I have a DVD of that. We should well, do that at a movie it's night a sometime. Great, well, now I film. have the original Reefer Madness, and what's great about it is that uh, they they put they made the pot smoke like different colors. Yeah. They, they colorized it a bit, so it's like pink <laughs> and, smoke. And this and you're talking about. And and uh, Mike Nelson for Mystery Science Theater does a commentary track on it. Oh, <laughs> oh I bet that's awesome. This thing was for Showtime, and it, yeah, was it was it was made for cable, yeah. and it was phenomenal. I mean, who's uh, Alan Cummings is in it as yeah. the devil, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's awesome. And, uh, uh, oh God, who played? Oh, I can't think. A of lot it. of SNL people were in there. Uh, just just really good. But stuff. But it's also it like the. Stephen Weber from Wings. You get to the end, the and the, the blood is just <laughs> everywhere. And there's there's a uh, song and dance number with Jesus, which is quite I'd good. Oh, that's right. That. That's right. Oh, Anything it's really good. Jesus. Lee George King has just marks. just right. charmed me to no end. <laughs> no, my wife and I watched. We we caught it one night on on cable and watched it five times. 
It's week. fantastic. That's so. hilarious. Yeah. Anyone? By, Anyone by the way, that was in? a Sundance I got, I got selection. I know I'm putting you was on the really? spot with this, but I, I just wanted to throw it out. And now we're talking about our favorite, like B. Or, or just, just one yeah. that you remember or something. It doesn't have to um, be a favorite. Uh, if Roadhouse is on the television. <laughs> I am forced to watch that freaking show. You know what? If Roadhouse is on, you need I to invite Rachel's grandmother over. Every t- everything I've learned about working in a bar, <laughs> I learned from Roadhouse. How accurate and, is it, sir? Oh, it's just like working at Burt's Tiki Lounge. <laughs> and, and, and I'm fond of saying this, but Roadhouse has one of my very fa- favorite lines of dialogue. The last line. A polar bear fell <laughs> on me. <laughs> Would you see, Shorty? I thought that was no, lost. No, the, the big fat guy. Of course, they got the yep. big fat guy named Tiny in it. Uh-huh. So oh, here's right? the question, though. Right, and yeah. then, uh, the, what'd you see? What, what happened here, Tiny? Polar bear fell, fell on me. me. And yeah. credits. And that's the... Jesus. Uh-huh. Such my, a good movie. My wife's grandma has that on, on VHS, and she watches it twice a How year. How about just about any old Godzilla movie? Oh, yeah. I used to love those. Godzilla versus King Kong. And that was... It, and the very first one, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is actually a good movie. It's actually it's a good, good movie. movie. Um... You know Until what? Raymond Burr starts doing the Yeah, well, the first Rocky version. was good, too, and look what happened with that. Uh, y- you know what movie gets a bad rap because of the TV series that was that spun off of it? Stargate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bu- Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh. is, is not uh, nearly as horrible. It's a terrible movie. Okay, it is no, not. I, it is not. I, like I watched it recently, and series, I thought it was awful. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Well, okay. If you take Paul Rubens out of that movie, what's his, oh, I, yeah. I like Rutger Hauer in and it. His, David his, Arquette, too. Yeah, I love that movie. Really? I cannot watch the TV show. I'm like, um, eh. TV show. Okay. I'm sorry. And, 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 Donald, and Donald Sutherland. leave now. And Donald Sutherland is... leave now. Oh, come on, Jeff. It's a terrible movie. It isn't. It's not. Joss Whedon would have you... It is only terrible out of context for when it was made. But yes. when it was made, it is brilliant. Luke Perry's in it. It's awful. Um, Luke I Perry, agree with Luke you, Perry's in some great movies. Oh, right. Well, there, it could have been Steve. I'm, it I'm is, with you, Pierce. But, uh, it, I don't know. Now, here's, here's one that I saw just the other day, and, and I didn't see it all. And yeah. you're, it, this is another one of those movies where I'm going to say I didn't see it, and you're going to go, oh, come on. Lady Hawk. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rutger Hauer again. Because you said Rutger Hauer. I don't that think I've ever made it entirely through you that movie, You know what my favorite actually. thing about Girls, about girls about love that show. That's, that's what I found out. Yeah. Uh, I think that is like about, Spanish fly. About, about Lady Hawk is every time anything really cool is about to happen, there's that power axe. Well, yes. it's it's keyboard. <laughs> the whole, the boy, that the soundtrack alone. Must have cost them easily $20. It all Twenty dollars. It's all, it's all that electronic I, I, keyboard. I, I brought you know. my Kog. I it's hope that's okay. It's because David Lynch outbid Toto for Dune. But and that's what I discovered though is that it's a girl thing. Yeah. I really do think it's a girl thing. It, because, it is like because, it's uh, like Spanish Fly for like goth chicks and exactly. You know. Sue Sue uh, was Please watching. Please read it. Sandman to me and let's watch Lady Hawk. And, and you can and, take me to the moon. And I watched a little uh, bit of the beginning, the dark side of the moon. And I said, uh, listen, I'm going to run to crown burger uh you stay and watch this she did she watched the whole thing i got here i got there at the end when the curse was lifted or whatever and she was ready to go now i have to, she I, was i just have to back up here a minute All because right. when we were talking about greatest science fiction or at least fantasy series either oh tv ever, series buffy is right at the top you, I, I, oh really I, yeah well, I, I, I don't know i don't know and that you know i mean what? i don't know how frankly i, know I always find very it well but i think he might kill me i think i might yes. I think <laughs> if, if, uh, if firefly had made it as long as battlestar galactica had i'd probably put it in and here's my caveat i actually liked angel better than buffy did you? I, did too. I did too i, I liked angel, angel a lot towards the end i did watch that a little towards the end do you guys remember a movie called megaforce yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Me they had the flying motorcycles. Yeah, that was a good yeah. movie. I yeah. wonder if you can get that. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the what about first, Knight Riders? The first issues uh, ever of of Marvel comics that I bought uh, had Megaforce ads on the back cover. I remember them rather vividly. <laughs> I've probably seen that movie like nine hundred times. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I threw that at you. I, I think about it. Condor maybe, Man. Maybe, I know. Oh, Condor Man. Oh, oh, I think you're the only it. other person I know that's seen Condor Man. I saw uh, Condor. It's a life changing thing. You know, I for, created my own action figures and I played. Condor Man. Yeah. Did you watch Condor Mantis Man. when it was on About the Laser TV? Lady. We oh, sure did. Actually, Shannon did you really? And I, Shannon yeah. and I were oh roommates my God. when Mantis was on, and we watched it with Mr. Vice. Made him watch it. <laughs> yes. Because it took over uh, Briscoe County's time. And slot. I was very uh, angry. Yeah. 
Briscoe right. County uh, was great. I'm going to uh, just completely shift and go to video games uh-huh. because I have uh, information here. IGN.com has named Fallout 3 their game of the year. Well, good for them. And uh, <laughs> it's well, IGN is like Fallout Boy. IGN is kind of the uh, the website I go to for video sure. game uh, information. Uh, but and so, there's a lot of people on our forums that are, are huge crazy about Fallout mm-hmm. 3. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Burger Time. Yeah. Game of the year, right there. What year? Right what year there. is Burger Time made? Eighty three. Eighty three. Eighty four. Thank you. Game I got of a year. copy of it uh, for my Nintendo. It makes me hungry when I play yeah. it. Um, the, the, the thing with any game of the year thing is, yeah. is okay. I'm more of an immersive game player than most people. If I find a game I like, I'm not budging for six, seven months. Yeah. That's that's all I'm playing. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. I'll let you know about Fallout Three in about three years when I catch up. You catch up. Yeah. Your wife is the most patient woman on earth. No, I don't sleep, oh. so it's good. Oh, wow. See, if I have a game like Warcraft where I can just go and, and go to a happy place for seven or eight hours and not be in my head for seven or eight hours, well, let's, the world's uh, a better place. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what you're doing with uh, World of Warcraft and <laughs> and uh, our fans on the forum. Uh, uh, apparently there's a, a club, it's, a, it's, a guild. It's, I, I don't know how it works. A guild. And this, this started with our producer, Zachy, and I were, were playing. We started characters about the same level. We're running around doing our thing, having fun. And then uh, we were talking about it on the forums, and some people said, oh, yeah, got to get a guild going. So we did. A guild is basically a collection of players who get together in the game and go on raids, do fun stuff, whatever else. So if you don't know how to play Warcraft, you've always wanted to learn, this is what we're doing with this guild. It's the Lords of the GSPC, which is the Lords of the Geek Show podcast on the uh, Drac Theron server. If you want to learn how to play Warcraft, get on there. Uh, just type that in, Lords of the GSPC, and one of the officers, one of the people playing the game that listens to the show, or myself, will get a hold of you and we'll help you learn the game. We'll walk you through it. So, so well, who's in the guild? Uh, yeah. Right now we've got Egg Foo, we've got Zach, we've got uh, our old friend Wade uh, from, from years and years back is playing. Uh, probably about uh, Les Geeks playing with us. Um, we've got These are uh, all mostly yeah, people on the uh, forum. Did, Digi does on the forums. Uh, Mama Geek's daughter, she's she's playing with us. And I mean, it's like three or four hours a night. We're all just marauding and having a great okay. time. Now, now, Shannon and I, and probably Mr. Pierce, uh, aren't. I mean, we're aware of World of Warcraft. Yeah. And uh, Lee has threatened to do a special, Be- either a beginner's, special a beginner's guide, a special podcast episode, or uh, on the podcast, a beginner's guide to World of Warcraft. I'm, my wife has told me I'm not allowed to say You're not allowed? Hmm. I, I haven't brought it up I, I to my to wife, s- but I know she would say no. I have to say there's some, you know, part of it is that I'm just such a too, too not ambidextrous enough. But, well, but and, the other fear is if and, I start you, this, I could just, like, waste my whole that's life. What I'm and as I say, about. well, you can't work a uh, forum, so how would you work yeah, that thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason, the reason why I brought it up about doing a special episode is because uh, I've played a lot of role-playing games in my life. I grew up with them. That you was have. one of my passions. Did you I got uh, on? Oh, uh, sorry to interrupt. Did no. you uh, review the Radio from Hell game yet? I've been uh, busy with okay, Warcraft. That's fine. No, go ahead. So, go ahead. <laughs> so you play a lot of games. <laughs> sorry. So uh, to get on Warcraft, I have no idea what the hell anybody's talking about. And there's a lot of stuff that you can get immersed <laughs> in. We could literally talk for an hour about just the different things you need to know going in that will make your life a little easier. Like, for instance, making money. Didn't know about making money until I was 20 levels into the game. That just sounds like life. It's not, yeah. though, because I make money. <laughs> I make money making kick-ass armor. Whereas in real life, uh, it's not quite as exciting. I've got a question. Are you ever like on work? Is it like real money? Because I know that they tried to do that through Second Line. Here's the scary part. The really, really scary part. There's almost slave labor going on in China where they're making people work 18 hours a day collecting crap to sell to people on the Internet. So there is a dark side Mm -hmm. to the whole thing. But uh, no, it's not real money. Although I have threatened to pay my kids allowance with. No, I've heard people like eBay stuff like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'll sell you my magic sword A friend of mine said, I've got a level 70 druid that will sell you for 800 bucks. And somebody eight hundred, eight hundred bucks for a oh, character fine. on a game. That's, that's stupid. Right? Clearly, clearly, drawing pictures on pieces of paper isn't working out for me. I need to play no, video games. Well, I guess. My kids <laughs> told me some story about how some kid who played this died and killed over and a, dead and a after bunch of people. No, well, no that they that they were like the characters gathered together to have a funeral for this kid who this, died. Right. Uh, and that some other group came in and murdered them all. That happens. Is that okay? Yeah, because was it, it Jay Z? There's, so there's so many ways to play the game. There's there's a version of the game where you can play where the other the enemy faction can't affect you. There's another version where you can actually go out and fight against other players, and that's 
that's kind of like. It's kind of cool. Kind of like life. See, that sounds yeah. like fun, just exactly. running around clubbing people and, and taking the thing, their so you, stuff. You go out, you do your quest, you get your experience, and then somebody comes in the middle of a battle where you're just about to win, and they come up and kill you. Okay, and so, that's really frustrating. So I'm, I'm familiar with The Sims. Yeah. And uh, what's that other one called? Second Life, or what is it? Okay. Uh, uh, is it like that, except with uh, orcs? With swords and orcs. I, I was explained to my, my, my wife and my daughter play My Sims on their DSs, uh-huh. and my wife goes, her character goes fishing, and she makes cakes. My character goes fishing and makes cakes, but he also goes and kills centaurs for fun. All is right. it like that episode of The Simpsons? Uh, no. I, I recently it, asked. Like because that's, that's where I learned, because, you know, I learned about Scientology on South Park. <laughs> It's I, like I it's like any other geek it. thing, okay? When I started collecting action figures, I spent hundreds of dollars a month on action figures. I could do the same with Warcraft. I won't because I know that it could become really obsessive. So I could finally get that divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually recently asked my wife, I'm like, what would be worse if I started watching wrestling or playing D&D with some friends? And she's like, I... I don't know. This takes the this this takes for me. This takes the D and D the urge to spend hundreds of dollars on these D and D books right out of the equation, and it lets me play a game well, like that online with friends. That's the only cool. the only few things that are stopping me really is I'm worried about it gumming up my computer. Mm, haven't had that happen yet. And uh, well, I have a lousy computer. Oh. And uh, these these little you know prickish twelve year olds. Because I, I played Call of Duty for sure. uh, a couple of times, and, and the, the, these little pricks, they hide, and they, they, can't, yeah. they don't let and, you play. And we had, the, we, had that, uh, we had a little bit of that going on. That's where having a guild like I was going to say, got it's like a gang, of, right? Yeah, yeah so. we've, got, we've got five or six people that are going around regularly and uh, just hanging out, and there's strength in numbers that way, but it's also just kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a bonding social thing. Well, while we're talking video games, uh, we're in Nickel Mania <laughs> here, and uh, uh, Michael. That was who a is, smooth segue. Aren't I good? <laughs> Michael is the owner of Nickelmania, and and his geek is he collects these games. I mean, these are uh, these are all his games. He's he's bought them, and he, he knows all about them. I've asked him about games that I've played. I want up Crazy and, Climber, dude, and uh, Crazy Climber. I want was Crazy one of them Climber. And, and, and so, uh, where did so you keep them before lean, you lean put the them mic here? here quiet talker. Uh, um, lean right in there and, and tell us where where did you start with this? Well, it all started when I was younger, back in the 80s, early, late 70s, and playing games. That's what Dad and I would do every time we went to the grocery store, and, yeah. and Mom would give us some quarters. And It always goes back to Dad, doesn't it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just had a great time playing all the good old classic games, and just got older and started wanting to... You started buying them. You know, I found a game at a yard sale, an old Tetris game, and I thought, wow, that would be kind of fun. I should start collecting some old games that I used to have when I was, used to play a lot when I was younger, and... Found a Donkey Kong and Pac-Man and just started now going are, from there. These are, these are the big. What what are the arcade uh, ver- the setup called? What what is it called? Just an upright. An upright. Are, yeah, that's what it is. So you you started with the Tetris and then you you started finding all these others. Yep. And with my job, I travel all over a lot of the western states. And every time I found a game, I'd say, hey, "Is it for sale?" And just started picking up and coming home with games. How much <laughs> do, do like one of these video games cost? Um, you know, some of the classic games like the Pac-Mans and stuff like that, you're going to look anywhere from about 600 or 500 to 1000 bucks. Oh, nice. So not not much. I mean, the, the pinball machines. So have you range. seen uh, Marble Madness out there anywhere? You know, I've been working with a guy off eBay to pick up Cause, one. Because so. I seriously, if you had Marble Madness, <laughs> you, you could call it uh, Dime Mania, and I'd be here to play. Yeah, that's a great game. Love Those it. are pretty rare. Yeah. Some games are just really hard to find. Like, yeah. Crazy yeah, like, like crazy. Oh, dude, if you had Crazy Climber, I'd be here like every day. Yeah, crazy. Don't, don't poop on my head, bird. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those games. That's crazy Climber is one of those games that look primitive in its heyday. <laughs> yes, but I loved it. It was awesome. So now you've discovered two games you don't want to get for yes. fear of who will be spending <laughs> yeah. all their time hanging out Yes, and, and Battle Zone would be mine. Oh, yeah, Battle Zone. Yeah. great. We have one of those. It's just, is that the tank one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I love that. With the big the green, controller the green thing. Oh, I sucked at it, tank. but I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, and, and the one that I asked him about uh, was uh, one that I, I drove all the way, you know, it was like 25 miles away to play this game, was the Star Trek Strategic Operations mm. Simulator. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Was, was, was that the one in Carillon Square? That was, uh, no, that was, uh, that was uh, well, it might have been. They uh, had it at Fashion Place Mall, too. Uh, yeah. I always had to drive down to the Galleria to play it. Uh, yeah. when, I was, when I was getting into it, I was single. Uh, <laughs> it was the sit-down one? The, you sit-down in it, and it just had two controls. It was like a, a knob to turn so the, your direction. The, the spinner, yep. And a fire and go. You yeah. know, that was about it. 
but it was just so much fun, and the sound was great. And and please, you need you need to find that one. Those are and very hard to come by, and those are known for catching on fire. Actually, that's how oh really primitive those ones were when they were made. So the monitors in them. Warm in you, there. Know, you know what you should get, dude, is some of those penny slots. <laughs> I'm also old uh, ladies. You'd have this place just chock full of old ladies. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you don't have Dragon Slayer here because uh, that that game just frustrated me beyond words. <laughs> Yeah. You mean cartoon? Well, it was such a lag on it. If you didn't have yeah. exactly the precise split exact, second that you're yeah. supposed to hit the stupid button, you die. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty rare ones also. That, that dumb hologram game. What was that dumb hologram game? Do you remember that? What? Holiseum? Yeah. See, he knows all <laughs> he knows. Uh, How, about how many games are there in here? Yeah. What you... What's that? How many games are there in here? I think there's about 130. Nice. Wow. And this is not his complete collection. Yeah. Either. I have about 100, about 150 games scattered throughout Utah, just in different locations, just doing a split with whoever owns the locations. And then I have about 300 games in my garage at my house. Oh, so, big wow. big garage. So, you should talk yeah. to the guy who owns Burt's. All our video games suck that we oh. have there. Oh. <laughs> they do. What, what do you have there? I didn't, uh, we, have like we, well, video actually, poker and stuff like that, right? No, well, yeah, we got that tabletop thing. We got this, uh, we got a broken uh, Capcom bowling <laughs> and a broken... Uh, shoot them up like mech force or whatever that is. Mike, at the very least, could come down and fix your cap combo. I was going to say, you repair all of these yourself? Yeah, just learn as we go. When, so. was, the, when was the last time you saw the uh, the punch-out game that actually had the punching bag on it? Do you remember that one? Uh, it, it, was, it was a punching game around 1990 where, where it had the wireframe boxer and you had to, and you had to punch the boxer. Right, but I they, never had saw it, they that. actually had a punching pad. Oh. And they had it at right. trolley corners, and I remember that okay. thing lasted for about three weeks because the the, the yeah. football Breaking players it. would come down from the U and knock it and off. That, yeah, that yeah. thing would just be powder within within three weeks. I think I saw that. Yeah. But it was fun and brutal on your muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I love it that you have skee ball. Yeah, ski yeah. I got some, great. I got some cool stuff last time. And thanks for having an air hockey table too. I appreciate that. What's an arcade without an air hockey? Exactly. And exactly. <laughs> now, and, and all of these games are really cool. But the one that I I was surprised that I had so much fun playing was this uh, Deal or No Deal. I, I played that, too. I Because mean, I, I hate that show. I, exactly. I don't watch the show. I call, it, I call it Point at the Case. Point at the Case, exactly. <laughs> but I get, it's a lot of fun. When you play it, it's fun. <laughs> when you're watching it, it is. Yeah. It is. People get into it, TV and they just start going Number 12. Crazy. She's <laughs> <laughs> got nice legs. Hold it. Oh, wait. We're getting a phone call. I'm this, getting a phone call. This here is some riveting television. Yeah, you know. Howie but Mandel playing. was recently hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who cares? I know. That's kind of what I thought. He was okay, though. But this this game is, I mean, it's a lot of fun to play. And, and it's not geeky at all. I mean, it's just... And you, and you win tickets. And you win tickets so you can get plastic fangs. I bought some googly eyes. I want some plastic fangs. No, so he's got the Ticket Redemption Center. What is, what is the most popular item in the Ticket Redemption Center? The bike. It only uh. takes like one million <laughs> points or something. <laughs> the fruities. Uh, the candy? Little fruities. Yep. Yeah. Little Tootsie Roll fruities. My daughter went uh-huh. I, I got mean, they're uh, cheap and you can get lots of them and they're tasty. I got googly eyes. <laughs> uh, army plastic men. army men. And uh, plastic fangs. I didn't get any plastic fangs. No fangs? No, I've got, I'm waiting until my old ones break. <laughs> the vampire teeth. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. Michael, thank you very much. For, I got my fangs uh, in for letting us uh, play thank here you. at uh, Nickelmania. Thanks and, for uh, sponsoring this yeah, whole shebang indeed, too. Indeed. And uh, we'll be seeing you, of course, uh, very soon. I, I, how uh, how often do you reset the high score every day? Oh, that's another question that people had. Well, is the high score? A, a lot of the old classic games, they don't have a battery backup in them. So when they're turned off, it's they're, gone. It's okay. I mean, so that's you don't how get you pinballs. That's how score. I got a high score because probably only one other <laughs> yeah. person had played. Now, the pinball has a battery backup. Yeah, all, all the battery, yeah. Because the, I was playing Star Trek and still can't beat the high score. Yeah, so most of those I'll do. Any of the newer stuff, but the 80s stuff, most of it doesn't, so... Hmm. Anyway, well, thank you, Michael. Sorry. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, let's see. we got we got some business we got to end on uh, by, our, by our swag. Yeah, buy our on shirts. The, uh, on the website, geekshowpodcast.com. Very nice sweatshirts. Yeah. Very nice T-shirts. I wore my T-shirt to the set of Big Bang Theory. Well, did, did you it? tell them to join us? Uh, uh, you know, nah, well, I was mostly talking to Chuck Laurie, and he scares me kind of. So buy our stuff on our uh, website. Watch us on Comcast On Demand, Channel 1, Utah On Demand, Geek Show. And, uh, of course, new episodes of the podcast uh, most Monday afternoons. Text uh, the word geek to 79640, and uh, Zach will send you uh, updates. And it'll glow because he's so and, damn good looking. Yes. You know, they could come visit me and uh, Jeff 
most Fridays and Saturdays at Birch Tiki Lounge also. Yeah. Birch. Down there having a beverage or two. And uh, let's see, uh, Mr. Pierce, writing in the Deseret News. Jeff, writing in the Deseret News. Lee George Cade. Wandering look, the streets, looking for fun. Looking for work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, listen to my radio show. And come to Nickelmania, for crying out loud. Yeah. What's the address here again? Uh, it is... 6051 South State. Thank you very much. Wow. You're uh, quite, you're quite intelligent. <laughs> and, uh, and before I go, I have a, a parting gift for Michael. This is his uh, passport to adventure. Oh, boy. Isn't it something else? And I got this out of my uh, Indiana Jones uh, superhero squad type toys. Nice. Adventure squad or whatever they're called. They made Doctor, they're making Doctor Who ones of those. Really? Time squads. Oh, my wife's totally stoked. But this is your passport to adventure, and I want you to, uh, to carry this with you at all times because it says here... You put your name in. It says, if adventure has a name, it must be Michael from Nickelmania. You sign it. You put your birthday. And at the bottom it says, to whom it may concern, from the chair of archaeology and antiquities department at Marshall College, the holder of this passport seeks fun and adventure. Please help him or her explore exotic locations, make amazing archaeological discoveries, unearth ancient treasures, and ultimately win the race against evil. So there, so there you, you go. You gave me one of those, and I don't know who to present it to. Thank you. Uh, uh, that belongs in a I'm museum. Say, you know what? I'm going to go hand it to a stripper. Present it to, <laughs> oh, present it to the girl who keeps eating the corn dogs at movie The night. corn dogler. The corn dogler. Corn dogler. Corn dogger. Rubble, 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 rubble. Uh, anyway, join us uh, next time for the Geek Show podcast. And uh, uh, yes, uh, oh my gosh, uh, eat more ham. It's like spam, but different without the pork shoulder. Yes, thank you. <laughs>